I have pleasure now to invite forward Father John Bosco, a 2016 graduate, by the way, of Mundelein Seminary. Thank you very much, Father John. Uh, friends, the last time I was here, I told you that I'll be back. I just want to let you know that was not a warning. It was a promise that I've come to fulfill. As you have heard, I'm by the names of Father Gian Basco Sekomo. I'm not a stranger here. I studied over here at the seminary, and at the same time, I helped many times here in St. Joseph. On the other hand, I'm a chaplain right now in the hospital and helping at a parish in Michigan, Grand Rapids Diocese. But to be trained as a chaplain, I was trained over here at Cornell Medical Center for about a year. So you see that coming back here, I'm not just a visitor, but I'm coming home. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. Before diving into the mission appeal aspect, let us first reflect upon the word of God. Today we hear, especially in the first reading, the Lord calling Solomon, I mean talking to Solomon in a dream. Solomon is, is a youth. He has just assumed the throne of his father, David, and God comes to him in a dream. Solomon, ask for anything. Whatever you ask, I will grant. Solomon asks for wisdom. Help me to understand. Give me a heart of understanding. Let me judge between right and wrong so that I can lead your people so well. Let me tell you, for the very first time, God was amazed by man. That Solomon, a youth, asked for wisdom. Just imagine in America today, if at all God came to a youth and he said, ask anything, I'll grant it. What could the youth ask for? You know? God was pleased and said, since you haven't asked for sex, you haven't asked for drugs, you haven't asked for wealth, you haven't asked for life of your enemies, you haven't asked for power and riches, I'm giving you the wisdom and addition unto all other good things. My dear brothers and sisters, what is it today, now, in this situation, what is it that you ask of the Lord? What do you want the Lord to do for you in this moment? Ask him. And may the Lord grant your heart's desire. Personally, I prayed, especially when I was coming here, that this mission appeal may be a success. I prayed for you, for your generosity, and grateful for your helping. I prayed for the people whom are going to benefit from this mission appeal. The other thing in these readings is the gospel, the parables about the kingdom of heaven. God comparing, Jesus comparing the kingdom of heaven to a precious pearl, to a treasure that when you find it, you are overjoyed. You go back and sell everything and come back so that you can acquire that. My dear brothers and sisters, to summarize this, as the Lord said, he said, seek the kingdom of heaven first and the rest will fall into the line. Now, right there, that's where I want to tie in the mission appeal message. You know, back in Uganda, in Kampala, where I come from, 
we are a young church. My diocese is barely, it's a little over 50 years. The church itself in Uganda is not more than 150 years. We are still doing preliminary work of missionary. Planting the churches, building, and at the same time setting the foundation that will propel the mission of Christ further and further on. So the need is enormous. I cannot emphasize that enough. The need is enormous, my dear brothers and sisters. However, we cannot do everything at the same time. No. We have chosen fields which we focus on so that knowing that when we do this, it will help to set the foundation, it will plant the seeds, which will see that the future church can thrive and at the same time serve the mission of Christ in this generation and generations to come. Few examples of things we do, we build churches, we teach seminarians, we care for the heresy of the people we serve, uh, we provide education, access to clean water, all those things. But allow me to highlight only two of those, okay? The first one is building churches. The information I gave you ahead of time was in the bulletin. You say a church under construction, okay? That one is close and dear to my heart. Why? It is right on my village where I come from. When I was growing up, we used to walk nine miles one way to get the church get the parish. You see that? To the extent the journey was so hard, to the extent that when I was aspiring to pursue the vocation of priesthood, my parents had to take me away from home to my aunties who was closer to a church. And it was two miles one way. So that by that, I can be able to see more the priests, I can be able to serve at masses, and at the same time, grow my vocation. You see that? Now, we want to build a church on my village so that we can cut down the distances people have to walk. The people down at my village, they have done some work. They have contributed some money. They have contributed some materials. It totals to amount of 20000 But the cost was estimated to be 63000 they still need for about $43,000. If you have a heart for a church, you want to contribute to the construction of a house of God, you can contribute towards this. See? The other thing which we focus on that I want to highlight is education for the girl child. My dear brothers and sisters, in this part of the world, women and girls have been neglected for a long time. And we have seen the effect of that. We have learned that we need to provide equal opportunity, both boys and girls, and that creates a greater impact in improving people's lives. When we come to education of girl children, we have built several schools which are specifically for girls to give them conducive environment so that they can study with minimum disturbances. We have about four schools of girls only and we help them to go to acquire that education. If you contribute to this and you have a heart for the girl child, you can help a lot many. 
One example which I can give you is this, that recently there was a girl who was pursuing nursing and her father was murdered. If at all she hadn't got any help, especially from the church, she would have dropped out, gone home, and that could have been it. We helped. The thing is, Rita will be completing, or oh, this July actually, she completed her nursing school. Those are some of the people we reach out to, especially girls. Boys, most of the time, they have a way to find out. But most girls are vulnerable. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when you're giving, especially to this mission appeal, that's what we are about. We are helping planting seeds. We don't know whether they will land, how they will fruit. They'll be able to provide anywhere. Some of these girls that we educate, we prepare them to survive and thrive in the world. Sometimes when I'm in the hospital, I ask people, where are you from? Nurses and doctors, or even people in IT, they tell you I'm from Rwanda, I'm from Congo, India, wherever. You never know. These girls we're preparing, if we prepare them very well, they might be your future daughters-in-law. They might be the nurses or doctors who might save you when you visit the hospital. How wonderful could it be that the person who is there when you need them, actually you help them to get where they are. So I pray and I thank you in advance and I want to conclude with this prayer. I'm going to read part of it. It's called Romero Prayer. It is a prayer written by Archbishop and a bishop from Sagina, but he wrote it for the commemoration of the martyrdom of Bishop, Archbishop Romero. It says, this is what we are about. We plant seeds that one day will grow. We want a seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything. There is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders. We are ministers, not messiahs. We are prophecy of a future which is not our own. My dear brothers and sisters, thank you, and may the Lord bless you.